This show contains strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of pandemic feelings, police, misgendering of strangers, non-COVID illness, and climate change. It also contains discussion about the LGBTQIA plus community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ and we are here to discuss whatever it is cishet people think it is we're doing. Uh, but CJ, what's on this particular by schedule? And all the homosexuals will make resolutions. We're gonna talk about gay shit and also be gay. It's Yay. it's Happy New Queers. <laughs> I I labored for hours upon those lyrics. Clearly, <laughs> it's <was> very touching. <laughs> every year, um, not technically every year since we've done the show, but I think 2017 we did not do one, but. Every every New Year's Eve, we have ourselves a little time to reflect on the past year of amazing guests and what were uh, what was on their gay agenda, um, and then we like chit chat about those, and yeah. we usually talk about like our own resolutions and stuff like that. Yeah, I should have come up with some of those. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like, I did not think of any. That's fine. It's off the we'll cuff get to this it. time. Yeah, 2022 just... is going to be about improv. <laughs> <laughs> 2022, we're just going to fucking go for it. I don't know. Like, literal, at this point, literally anything can happen. Yeah, yes, anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, past that existential dread, do we want to just get right into it? And uh, I have the first half of Gay Agenda items, and then you got the second half, yeah. so we want to start off with the with the old CJ hour? Sure. Great. All right. So, our first episode of 2021 was episode 80 with Desi Tibbs, and Desi's Gay Agenda was, quote, to transcend this physical plane and become a cartoon character. Oh, yeah. I want to take that energy into 2022. Honestly, like I, I spent all of 2021 dedicating myself to I'm just going to overdress for everything. And like, I feel like it's not the exact same energy, but it's it's similar. Like, I look like the uh, like a NPC of something or another every time. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm going to see an outdoor show. All right, great. Let me just absolutely goddamn cover my face in glitter. I love that energy. So just just perfect immaculate vibes. Uh, Desi, thank you very much. Uh, next up, episode 81 featured Vin Tanner, and Vin's uh, gay agenda was, in their entirety, the lyrics to that TikTok song that was like, yes, it was us Antifu storming the Capitol here to make your wives get abortions and then leave you for transgender lesbians. <laughs> and then, like, the lyrics were like, we're here to take your guns, spread communism, and blast Cardi B in your churches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it all sounds yeah. good. I think that's a sound agenda. 
Um, I, they, they also added the addendum that they would take your guns and then give the guns to people who, like, need the guns. Mm, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I like the idea of blasting Cardi B in, it was a church, was it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you know what? Let's go back to uh, the old method of church hymns just being pop songs with new lyrics, except there won't be new lyrics. It'll just be the song. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Green sleeves. No, no, it's time for Cardi B. It's time for Cardi B. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Wop. What a praise. (laughs) That was the best I could come up with. Next item was from episode 82 with Taylor Labrache, and his gay agenda item was, quote, I really want people to defund police departments and move that money into things that cities actually need. Yeah. Yes. Please? Yeah. Absolutely do that one. I, uh, I'm, like, low-key not dissociating, but, like, I'm having a moment as as you're saying these names, um, since you did the first half, because I'm realizing that those were all this same year, um, Mm -hmm. and just how long 2021 has been. Not literally, Uh it's been a year long, but like... No, yeah. (laughs) It's been, on average, 365 days. Yeah, it doesn't feel that way. (laughs) Yeah, especially with, God, Jesus, everything that happened in 2021. The Grumpy Bernie meme was this year. Yeah. Well... How? Wasn't the boat thing this year? Like, what's happening? Oh my god, the the thing with the canal? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, I hate it. But anyway, yes, defund the police, abolish the police, all of that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Episode 83 featured Casper Oliver, and their gay agenda was to love my wife and to create as much queer content as I can. Yes. Strong points. It sounded for a second like I was saying Casper's agenda was to love my wife, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone does because my wife is the moon. So. Uh, I was going to say that's in keeping because in a later episode we did establish that uh, trans folks or at least you, CJ, are going to steal everyone's wives. So yes, it works. That's true. It, you know what? If I'm going to be stealing everybody's wives, then like Casper can steal one of mine. Yeah, like that. That only seems fair yeah we can share yeah let's do a little share time (laughs) the moon baby who was featured on episode 84 said um quote i want my life back like i want to be out in the world with other queer people i'm all for what i want to see is a liberation for queer people that we can live free happy lives where we can do what makes us happy and not be questioned on whether or not that's bad for us or other people Yeah. I want my life back hits really hard. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure that episode was back, like, in March or April or something, where, like, I was pretty newly vaccinated and, like, all right, I can, like, go hang out with my family again and all that. I had optimism back then. Now I'm spending Christmas and New Year's Eve. There was hopes of things being okay by summer. They're not. They weren't. No. No. Ugh. It just sucks. It's 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 tough to reflect on the new year when the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. But it's all just 
within that one 365 days. Oh, yes, the Oracle of Smash Mouth. They prophesied it, much like uh, Cassandra in Greek mythology. We did not heed their warning. We, we just put it in our Shrek movies, and it was too late. And now apparently they're performing in like. There was like this one TikTok of the lead singer of Smash. Like they did like some like outdoor festival situation, and like the lead singer of Smash Mouth was apropos smashed and just like yelling the whole time. That. And I think he might have left the band after that video came out. Oh. Again, it's been a long year. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot to process there. Yeah. That's, ju that's just one thing. That's just one thing. So future generations listening back on this episode can know a lot of shit went down. And one of them, I think, was Smash Mouth's lead singer piecing out because of a uh, bad performance. In the future, when archaeologists are using my gay agenda to understand the current culture, as we know they will. Mm -hmm. They will. They will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we left all the clues, Mr. Detective. Uh, Want to hear Stevie J. Davis's? I would love to. Surely. So, first, they were thinking, down with cis people, but then added the addendum, that might be too aggressive, and a uh, FBI agent might be upset upon hearing that. So... Their amended agenda was to make everyone question their gender slash sexuality. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something everyone should do, even just a little bit. Yeah, just have a little fun in the space. Yeah. It can be a real hoot if you just have a blast with it. Like, oh, is my gender feeling spicy today? Yes, lean into it. Yeah, I don't, we as a culture could stand to have some more self-examination overall. Why not start yeah. with something as as fun and fluid as, as gender and sexuality? Mm -hmm. Of all the things that you have to self-examine, like, us as white people have to constantly evaluate our role in white supremacy and all that stuff. This examination, this time, mostly involves smooching. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and that's... Who would I it's like... It's not everyone's bag, but, like, it's generally pretty fun. Who would I like to kiss? Would I like to kiss? Yeah. How do I want to look while I kiss? Those are the fun questions. All right. Next up, we've got uh, do, our first ever duo episode, though not our last this year. True. 2021 was the year where the duos came in. <laughs> Um, so we had Deej Nuts, Deej, Deej, Deej Nuts, I could, I could say Deej, I could say their first name Deej and be like, great, I did it. Whenever I get to Deej Nuts, I feel like I'm like adding a lisp to it or something. <laughs> That's not necessary. Anyway, Joe was there too, um, <laughs> aka Esme even died. And Joe's agenda was, I just wanted there to be more opportunities for people of color in the city to perform and express themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe their their show that's all about that is coming back in 2022. Oh, excellent. That, that was uh, Coffee and Cocoa, was it? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Fun show. Fun show. I'm excited for its 2022 return. Um, and then Deja's uh, gay agenda was, I want entities of modern society to catch up to at least expanding honorifics and pronouns uh, on things like health insurance, uh, healthcare, public buildings, stuff like that. Uh, they want to keep fighting to get at least Philly to get on board. 
Um, their second, they had a few. Their second agenda item was, I want to continue creating a platform for black and brown performers, specifically black and brown trans performers. Mm. So, they're on the same page as Joe back there. And then three, to inspire younger people to dress as authentically me when I'm outside because I want them to see me and I want them to question something like gender, sexuality, is it a boy or a girl? I want those questions to start formulating in their heads. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I often think back to when, like, my family would, like, when I was younger, do, like, if we saw an androgynous person, we'd say, to ourselves... To each other, so nobody else could hear, like, oh, is that a boy or a girl, and, like, try to solve it and all that stuff. Which wasn't a good move. I'm not advocating for that. It's just what my family did at the time. Um, And I often think back to those, because it would have been really nice if, when we saw people like that, if it was, if the question was less, like, I am going to solve which box you fit into, and, ooh, what are the possibilities here? Have I discovered a new possibility? Staying curious. That would have been way more fun, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Just keeping it keeping an open mind and heart. Um, next up we've got episode 88 with River Nice. Their big picture agenda is to end capitalism, and their short-term agenda is to help queer and trans people survive capitalism. Thanks. Thank you. Yes. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Please that. Yes, yes, yes. I I really like the, like, long-term, short-term approach, because it's like, yes, we all endeavor to end capitalism. I mean, if we're smart, we all endeavor to end capitalism. (laughs) But it's like, I only get a finite amount of years on this earth, and I don't necessarily know that capitalism will be fully abolished by that point. So, like, what can I do in the meantime to, like, figure it out while working to make it better in the long term? It's good to break up tasks like that. Uh, Next up, we've got Marquis Lewis. His first agenda item was wanting to see positive, healthy representations of men in media. Um, Seeing good stories of good male characters. Like, he mentioned a few times that, like, there's so many examples in media of what people shouldn't do, particularly men. Um, But there's not a lot of examples of, like, okay, well, here's how to be a good man to be a good person to be a good role model yeah um because there's a lot of like negative reinforcement and like it is good to know what not to do surely but it's also good to know what what to do what can be done yeah you need uh you need things to aspire to exactly um and then of course they added the addendum that uh, his horny self needs more gay sex and love and stories just every single one of them bam Two dudes kissing. That's a direct quote from Marky. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. Yeah. It's like, is my horny side the one that's saying that? Not necessarily. Does my horny self agree? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 90 was Tom Rudd, and their gay agenda was world domination and queer supremacy. Hell yeah. Then they added, a more realistic answer is... Quote, for me to just be honest, be loud, and help queer acceptance become a thing. But, you know, the first thing was also very important. Yes. Uh, all of the above. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, last on my list was episode 91 with Rana, and their gay agenda item was getting people to support Yala Punk events. 
Um, so, you know, I'll help contribute to that for a hot second. Uh, you can go to www.yallapunk.com to learn more about upcoming events and opportunities and all that stuff with Yalla Punk, which um, empowers the uh, SWANA queer community through art. Fuck yeah. It's real neat. They do a lot of really cool stuff, so definitely go check them out. Oh, is it my... And that's the end of my list. All right. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay, I'm sorry. I am uh, I'm apologizing to CJ and you listeners. I'm processing um, at some sort of speed right now, because I am spending the last of 2021 sick, which feels right on some level, I guess. Mm, it's accurate, but it's not right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think. That's 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 a good uh, correction. I agree. Do we want to throw in the addendum here that you are not sick with COVID? Oh, it's super not COVID. I took several tests. Um, I'm. I it is just a question mark. A really bad cold that's been hanging around for over a week now, which is is not not standard for me. I've got very bad little lungs. <laughs> it's also tough too with like the weather being what it is now in December, because climate change is also a thing. True. The weather keeps snapping back and forth between, like, 50 degrees back down to 30 degrees, like, in the matter of, like, one day. That um, is surely We're talking, not like, New Jersey, Philly area. And it's not, not helping at all. Like, uh, after A Queer Christmas Carol, I had, like, a dry throat for, like, a <laughs> solid week, and I'm like, oh, this is it. No, I just needed to turn on the humidifier in my apartment because at a certain point, uh, my roommate was like, it's really dry in here. And I was like, oh, is it? <laughs> so it turns out it was just the weather doing its silly, goofy thing to our apartment. It's fun and cool prank on us. <laughs> fun little pranks. Anyway, lead, lead me on the journey. Right, so... <clears throat> Jumping back in at episode 92, we had Sammy James, who had a multi-point list. Uh, she Excellent. wanted to, uh, one, exist uh, with the cool. quote. She's doing a great job of that, yeah, by the way. Yes. I'll just go ahead and say. Of saying, uh, we do, we're going to, and we deserve to, uh, in reference to, Fucking you sick. know, trans folks. Um, and also, it is in our theme song, so. Uh, yeah. I agree on multiple, right multiple levels. Um, two, continue their quest for the perfect sandwich. Oh. Three, get booked on more shows. Uh, book her right. or another trans person. Um, and pet her dog. Yeah. All good points. I gotta ask her about that sandwich. Sammy, if you're listening, please tell me how the sandwich is going. I'm also very curious. As a, as a sandwich enthusiast? Sure. <laughs> as a hobbyist. Uh... Honestly, I would consider myself a sandwich hobbyist too. Like I could be like, I fuck up a sandwich and somebody be like, what well it's tough as a vegetarian. Oh uh, yes. Because like so many sandwiches are like you put the lunch meats in there. But if you're a vegetarian, it's just like uh, Veggie stack? Here's Yeah, and it's like so many sandwiches are like, ooh, we put roasted vegetables in here and I'm like, oh, you put a bunch of slimy boys between bread. Thanks, yeah. I guess. People just don't know how to make vegetarian sandwiches that fuck real hard. They're also on that quest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, truly, you're doing the quest on a hard mode. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, episode 93, we had Diva Baby. 
Um, and uh, her agenda was to get as many people as possible to quit drag. Ah, yes. Which was uh, um, meaning it as a learning and growing experience and sort of like taking for your own mental well-being a whole day telling yourself that you're not going to do drag anymore. Uh, the quote I like is, know your worth and quit drag sometimes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Diva Baby was on Snatcherella this past year, so I gotta say that uh, she didn't do an excellent job of quitting drag. <laughs> It was never a permanent suggestion. It's No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, no. I'm just being a silly Run her boy. up, too. Run her not up. Not only did Good she job, not quit, she, she actually excelled. She, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which just goes to show uh, that we can have it all. Truly. <laughs> truly. You can quit drag and then be runner up on a... Uh, not necessarily drag competition, but a very drag-heavy competition, for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. All right, uh, episode 94, we had Dominique Lee, whose agenda items included at least another 20 to 30 years of being with her husband, uh, continuing to make people laugh, continuously improving herself and just keep uh, rolling with what life throws her way, never stop learning, and... Uh, the rhyming one, uh, more unity in the community. Hey, You know I nice. love a rhyme. Yeah, all good points. Love that. <laughs> love that about always learning and all that stuff. Good job. I also like the idea of having, like, a very set timeline of years. Like, at least 20 or 30 more years with yeah. my spouse. At, at least. Just, just like, keep tabs every once in a while. Just do a little checkup. See if you want to tack some more years on I'm there. a big fan of the greater than or equal to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, episode 95, we had Eli Elliott, who wanted to mm -hmm. uh, run and play in more games that appropriately represent marginalized people. Yeah, they do a bunch of those. Yes, uh, and the quote there was, uh, can we just have, like, a story where we are who we are and the story isn't about us fighting people about who we are, which... Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Beautifully yes. put. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes people are people. Yeah. Who'd have even thunk it? <laughs> um, no more. Well, not no more. Less less sad stories about marginalized folks, please. Mm -hmm. Much less. They can still happen. We need stories of all kinds, but like... Yeah. We need stories of all kinds. There's that uh, movie that came up recently uh, called like Don't Look Up or something. I think it's called Don't Look Up. And it's about like a meteor that's supposed to hit Earth in, like, six months, but then, like, in, it's like, scientists trying to raise awareness of this, there's, like, this whole, like, media circus about it, and, like, eventually, the, like, oh, I don't want to spoil it, um, but the point is that there's been a lot of people who, after watching it, are like, it's not that it's a bad film, it's just really tough to watch right now with the everything going right. on. And, like, I think that really highlights that, like, each work of art has, like, a specific purpose for it and a specific message to send a specific audience. Yes. If you already know that, like, we're basically looking at the end of the world right now, it sucks to have yet another reminder. Like, we are not the audience for it. But there are people who very much need to hear that message. That's what that piece of art is for. Likewise, I feel like there's a, so much focus on, like, 
uh, like marginalization be like as like tragedy um, because so many of the stories are being led by people who don't experience that marginalization. Mm -hmm. So their impulse is I got to teach everybody the stuff that I know about how marginalization is bad. And like marginalized people wind up not being the audience for that. And we need more works that are actually for the marginalized communities. Yeah, and I mean, even if you want to see uh, your own pain echoed in media for some sort of catharsis or a sense mm -hmm. of, uh, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Validation? Yeah, something like that, at least. Nine times out of ten, it's validation. It's not validation somewhere in the park of validation. Um, right. Even if, even if you need that sometimes, that's never what someone always needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never. You don't need it constantly. You can have a little... Yeah. <laughs> you can have a little of tragedy as a treat. Yeah. Sometimes you need a, you need to see people like you have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know, live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Episode 96, we had um, N.Read, and uh, who's now going by Emily. Yes, so we name. had Emily. Uh, and Emily's agenda item was to listen to My Chemical Romance and be as dramatic as possible. Fucking sick. Yeah. There was also the option to listen to Lord. As long as you're being big and loud and in sure. your face, I believe it was... Yes. That's the important absolutely. thing. I think I just gave the exact same reaction as I did when we first recorded that episode with Emily. Because I, I stand by what I said... Yes, fucking sick. Um, I'm fucking sick. Oh no. <laughs> Not in the rad way. Damn it. Um, but yes, absolutely. Um, I definitely have days where I'm like, I just need to blast some dramatic music and like flip my hair and like look out the window and, and touch it while it's raining outside. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Staring wistfully out of like a window when you're driving or something. Not while you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> like in the passenger seat or on a bus or a train or something you just look out yeah. the window like, you can oh. stare wistfully through the um the front of your car as long as you're also paying attention to what's happening wistfully observant yes oh that's a mood um yes <laughs> episode 97 we had Catherine perry and um Catherine gave just this delightful slogan of make art not friends uh, yes. But then, but then elaborated and said uh, to um, she wanted to be more committed to herself as an artist, and they also wanted to be um, as a collab collaborative to ask questions and be the person speaking up first in the room. Yeah, which like is a really a really nice way to say make art, not friends, <laughs> which yeah. I love and I want on twelve t shirts. Absolutely, I I just want it couldn't fit on my knuckles, but I want it too um but yeah there's like a lot of the impulse in like the theater industry and like certainly plenty of other work environments where it's like oh well everyone's a family here and it's like okay but like sometimes families need like you know some conversations and corrections yeah. and stuff like that yeah. part of being like a family is like giving a shit about the people you're affiliating with and sometimes that means letting them know when they need to improve a little yeah bit. if you want your family to stay in your life you're probably gonna tell them how you uh need them to talk in a way that's not gonna make you feel like shit <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely 
Um, episode 98, we had Julianne Schaub, and Julianne uh, was fighting for a lack of, or fighting against a lack of representation. Uh, <laughs> I think there should be a lack of representation, <laughs> says Julianne Schaub, the local Philly artist. <laughs> she was really noting the lack of representation in like language and imagery and whatnot, and also all of the, quote, archaic bullshit in um weddings and wedding planning mm. uh they mm -hmm, described it as mm -hmm. freaking embarrassing which yeah um yeah yeah so i think it was it was a whole conversation about how we need to stop looking at weddings through a heteronormative lens which yeah yes yeah the homosexuals claimed marriage in 2015 it's our time to sparkle and shine yeah, it's if at marriage equality can we have all of it. Also, though, I will say we don't have true marriage equality until disabled people nope. can get married without losing their benefits. Yep, yep, yep. We don't have marriage equality. Just gay people can get married yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> the way I phrased that made it sound like only gay people can get married now. And you know what? Let's go ahead and do that. Only gay people. <laughs> Straight people, you can have a civil partnership. Yes. And it's basically the same. Uh, it's just a different name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, episode 99 was another one of our duos. We had Rick Lewis and Messiah. Messiah's agenda was more of a, quote, day-to-day -day thing, which, fair. Uh, yes. And yeah. uh, they were saying that in that moment, it was to go to work, be queer, be the representation of Black queer people in uh, public school settings, and by being himself, hopefully empower a Black queer child to be themselves, um, and also to go to rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Rick's agenda was to kick open doors and let folks yes. through those doors that don't usually get to go through them, which, uh, hell yeah, and also a delightful image. Mm -hmm. I also want to point out, I think Rick was the only cishet person we had on the podcast this year, but that beat our number of zero last year, so let it not be said that we don't care about cishet people on this show yeah and rick's also our first cishet person to not be in the april fools episode um yeah and honestly uh brought some powerful energy to to support that <laughs> yes absolutely uh, they the the energy was very much like yeah fuck you educate yourselves everyone Come love on. that <laughs> And that that's the energy I'll be I that that is the ally energy that I crave. So yes. I love that shit. Seventeen out of ten. Give me more. Mama chef's kiss. <laughs> um, episode one hundred and one, we had Jadzia Axelrod back. Yeah. Um and her After I'm sorry, one hundred episodes and four years that we've reached. Yeah. Woo. Just wanna take a moment to say we got there this year. That's bonkers. That's bonkers bananas. Um, and uh, honestly, what a great guest to have. Uh, guest? What a great guest to what have. What a great guest to have. What a, what a gate guest. Um, <laughs> Gradzia Graxelrod. <laughs> Jadzia, um, wants to bring down cishet supremacy. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, and, and she was really, uh, opening my eyes to how linked that is in with, um, white supremacy and... Mm hmm uh, male? Patriarchy. There we go. There it is. <laughs> uh, just how it's all looped together. Uh, there was also some talk about uh, wanting better queer haircuts, which is divisive, Eyes. I know. <laughs> um, 
but there's room in our agenda for all sorts of viewpoints, and I think that's Indeed. that's legitimate. We'll just have to have a guest on next year uh, who wants more bad queer haircuts, just to balance it yes. out. We are fair and balanced, TM. <laughs> Let it not be said. Uh, in episode 102, we had another uh, legacy guest back in Jeff Stormer. And uh, thanks to our conversation, it seemed that we might have introduced the agenda item of get pancakes to Jeff. Yes. Uh, but mostly he wanted to make friends and tell stories, uh, seeing where life takes him, having as much fun as possible on the way, and eating as many cheeseburgers as possible, which, yeah, I relate. I relate. Yeah. A real Guy Fieri approach to a gay agenda. Another true ally, Guy Fieri. <laughs> true. Episode 103, we had Tui Chuang, and uh, Tui wants to be authentically themselves and reconcile that person with the sort of imaginary perfect version of her that doesn't exist and never will, and sort of accept who they are, which is beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and there was also yeah. uh, agenda items of listening to themselves, listening to the world around her, and being present in the world and life that she has to live, being kind. And using their power and their voice to make the world a better place however she can. Fuck yeah. Honestly. That's a good one to end off on. Yeah, some some great energy to, to take into the new year, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how internal and external it is. Yeah. Um, it's very fair and balanced. <laughs> I don't know why that's the bit of the day. I apologize. New Queer's Resolution 2021. This time we're fair and balanced. New Cruise Resolution, stealing Fox News' slogan and making it ours. Yes! I'm just saying we could seize Fox News' cameras and shit. Give it to, take Fox News away from the conservatives and give it to our friend Fox. Yeah! Friend of the show. I wonder how long it would, like, hypothetically, as long as we kept it on Fox News and kept, like, the visual branding of everything... If we just slowly infiltrated it with homosexuals um, who hate capitalism, if we could convince all the people who just listen to whatever Fox News has to say to be gay and hate capitalism. Look, if you if you word things the right way and are belligerent enough, I think it could work. Yeah, I can be very belligerent about a lot of things, Jay, so I'm pretty optimistic there. I... I... I love that about you. <laughs> um, bring that energy and some careful use of the thesaurus and you could absolutely turn a bunch of people without them realizing it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so 2022, how how are we feeling? What's Well, hold on. I want to talk about last year's resolutions, I guess. Oh, should I have looked up what mine were from last year? Because I sure don't remember. Oh boy. Well, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about mine, which I didn't do a great job of. I'm going to be sure. completely honest. Because um, I did say I was going, this was going to be the year that I find myself a therapist. I did not succeed in that endeavor. Um, I, uh, I I did wind up seeing doctors, which is honestly a step up for me. Yeah. Um, like, I, I got myself a primary care physician and a gynecologist this year. Fuck yeah. Like, that's not, that's nothing to sneeze at. I got my IUD replaced this year. It's nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at. It's why you have doctors. Boo. I'm but... sorry. I'll leave. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, it's okay. 
Yeah, no, finding a therapist with my insurance has been something. Um, but I also personally feel like I've made a lot of uh, big changes in my life this year that both, I think, will, in the long run, improve my life. But also, I probably do need to go ahead and find that therapist in order to process all that. So 2022 will be the year I actually buckle down and find myself a therapist. Oh, yeah. I'm going to really do my best back there, even though access to healthcare in America is impossible, much less mental health care. Look, but... steps are steps. You took some steps. <laughs> Did I find a therapist? No. Did I get diagnosed with PCOS? Yes. <laughs> So, <laughs> every single time you say PCOS, my brain is like, piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. Piece. C <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, it is admirable that you, you got uh, all that medical progress in, honestly. I did not think, I honestly did not think this was going to be the year I buckled down and got my IUD replaced. I did not think this would be the time. But it was literally a week ago today. I, I slid right in at the, at the, the, the door was closing down and I slid right in and I grabbed my hat afterward. God bless. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was so focused on our guests' agenda items that I forgot that I had a New Year's resolution last year. But I feel like it was probably mostly to, like, survive and, like, do more and be more involved. And I've kind of done yeah, one of those. You you are alive and sitting in, I mean, not literally in front of me, but, like, I, I am watching you. So I would dare say that you survived. So. Arguably, yes. Um, you, no, you, you, that's 100% accomplished. You have survived. I can't breathe through my nose, so how much I feel like I'm surviving and thriving, you know? <laughs> Up for debate. But sure. uh, I uh, also had some steps this year where I was, I was more involved in my community in some ways, and not a lot, in a lot of the ways I wanted to be. And you know what? That's fine, because we did what we could. Mm-hmm. I think 2021 was about getting by. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of whiplash, too, in terms of what could and could not be done in 2021. Because it was yeah. like, oh, man, it would have been awesome to, like, attend a Pride event or something. Oh, Philly Pride got canceled. All right. Well, um... <laughs> and, yeah. like, it, it, we literally did an in-person show one weekend in December. The next weekend, it was required that everybody stay home for the holidays. Yeah. So, really hard to keep track of, like, oh, I'd love to be involved in this way. Oh, is it safe right now to do that? Yeah, yeah. Tricky, tricky. Also had some fun uh, figuring out mental health uh, medication and all that, but I was... Uh, very loudly queer at my summer camp job. Hell yeah. Which I wasn't, I was quietly queer there before. I was very loudly queer, um, and got to connect with a lot of the queer youths in that Excellent. way. Uh, so that felt important and good. And if nothing else, I'm carrying that with me this year. Yeah. I, I think that's a really good step. It's, it's, it would have been great at any of the summer camps I went to as a child if there was somebody loudly queer there. To have uh, children opening up to me and thanking me uh, 
And I, I didn't even cry in front of them, which I think was the biggest uh, win of all on my you. <laughs> <laughs> But Jay, if you're not crying in front of them, then how will they know it's okay for boys to cry? <laughs> they know. They're in cedar camp. Uh, <laughs> right, fair enough. <laughs> that we, we had lots of healthy discussion about our emotions, and I gave them lots of time to, to feel all of their feelings, even if I didn't explicitly cry in front of them. <laughs> Good for you. At least not on the outside. They definitely, uh, I think, picked up on, on the I am a crier overall. Mm. <laughs> That's just my general vibe. <laughs> yeah. Got any big plans for the new year, Eve? Uh... For the New Year Eve? Yeah, the Eve of New Year. Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, work at a children's museum event in the morning and at night maybe spend some time with some folks that I am in a bubble with. <laughs> yeah. And then go to sleep and hopefully wake up ready to kick 2022's ass and hope that it's not like 2020 part two yeah yeah um i don't have like my plans for new year's eve is that i live in an apartment with my pretty recent ex and we are we are each other's bubble right now so um we're gonna make we've got champagne we're gonna make uh, pigs in a blanket, as is our New Year's Eve tradition. We we always eat pigs in a blanket on New Year's Eve. That's just like, it's good New Year's Eve food. Yeah, I think absolutely. Um, but we also, I was like, oh, what if we got one of those like frozen pizza situations? And he got three different varieties. So it sounds like we're gonna taste test three different varieties of those frozen pizzas you get at the grocery store. <sighs> New Year's pizza buffet sounds fucking rad. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for oh, it. I remembered that I might not have, like, solid New Year's Eve plans, but New Year's Day, I'm, uh, running my monster campaign. Yay! Um, and I'm very excited about that, and I, uh, it's the one I usually play in, but I'm running it right now as an ongoing gift to my partner, who is the keeper, to give him a vacation and let him play for once. Oh, uh, nice! But, but it has meant that my character's been on the sidelines, and I'm sad because he is... Uh, um, a large outlet of my my queer rage, mm. but I'm gonna try and sneak them in. So nice. uh, that's how I'll celebrate New Year's New Queer's Day. Sounds like a hoot. Yeah, a hoot and a holler. I figured I should mention that with how the uh, with you know the fact that my gay agenda is largely a tabletop role playing game podcast. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like. Uh, moving some stuff around in my apartment today and I saw this game that Tim got at PAX Unplugged called Life Siphon and I was like ooh what if we played that on New Year's Eve ooh so I don't I, I can't make any promises there but like I don't know it's in our home and it looks cool as hell so fuck yeah maybe maybe <laughs> um I, th- I think that do- does just about does it for new new queer s- stuff Thank you, the listener, for joining us this past year and for the past four years. Um, yeah. You can like, comment, subscribe to our content. We, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all that. Um, we do stuff. 
Um, I want to just give a special shout out as well to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash mygayagenda because um, we did the, uh, like, I, I sorted through, like, our budget and stuff and did, like, our pay, we do, like, payout typically at the end of the year. So I just took care of that yesterday or the day prior and I was like, Oh, fucking sick. Cool. I'm not actively losing money doing this show anymore. <laughs> like, before, I was literally actively losing money on the show and, like, keeping up, like, the website and our Gmail account and, like, right. all of that stuff and, like, paying the guest stipends and all that stuff. But this this year we cleared expenses and it's because of you, the listeners, uh, who join us on Patreon. Thank so you thank you so very much. much. I really appreciate you. Thank you, especially to Rachel, Dollar Dollar Bill Higgins, Quentin J. <laughs> Alexander, uh, Sabrina, Jim Nolan, and Tiny Sneal. Yeah, thank you so much, not only for uh, from us as, like, you know, starving artists, um, but also uh, thank you so much for allowing us to pay our guests Yeah, uh, for sharing their experiences. Yeah. Uh, it feels better. Yeah. <laughs> it feels better asking the question, hey, do you want to come on to our silly little show to talk about stuff that could potentially bring up traumatizing memories for you? Following that up with, we'll give you money also, feels a lot better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so love to pay queer folks. Yeah. Lo- yeah, love to make sh- sure that uh, queer folks get paid for their labor. So, thank you to everyone supporting us on Patreon. And I mean the folks outside of the Patreon. Like, y'all do your part, even if you're not, like, literally handing us a certain amount of money every month. You still help with that, so thank you. Yeah, thank you for sticking with us. If you're a new listener, thank you for taking a chance on our our, uh, silly little podcast. Um, If you're brand new, this is your first one. Thanks for (laughs) This was a great recap. (laughs) A nice little recap. And thank you for all of our guests who uh, might be listening. Thank you for uh, telling your stories. And thank you to our repeat guests. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, we love you all. It was nice to like meet so many people and learn more about friends I already had and all that stuff. It was nice. Yeah. It was a good year of guests. It was. It was. Thank you so much. Um, and thank you for joining us. For this particular episode, our new queers, until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Change the world, love yourself, and have a happy new year. Have a queer new year. Queer new year. 2022. Is there a a, a pun? A, A gay pun? No, I'm just begging 2022 to be better. There's no pun there. Just be better, please. Thank you. Much obliged. Um, yeah, yeah. Hags. I hope it's better for all of you. Yes. <laughs> Even if you had an okay year, I hope 2022 is better. Yeah. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda.